one and all to episode 6 of the FoxCast. Got the same old crew as always here today, the three you know and love. Uh, first up, there's me. My name is Stokes. As always, the captain of the ship. To my right, I have the smoothest criminal you ever met in your life. His name is Nubo. Say hello, Nubo. <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> and to my left is the most careless whisper you've ever heard in your single heart of your life. Say hello, everybody, Dinah. Hello. We've got a pretty fun episode for you guys today. It's going to be about the genre of romance. Uh, hot, hot summer. So we figured let's talk about one of the hottest topics in the human society, romance. Uh, we all love talking about love. So we will be ta- using our general stuff like trends and news and other stuff and recommendations throughout the episode. But the bulk of this episode will be focusing on... A variety of topics related to how romance is depicted in, yeah, you guessed it, anime. Oh, yeah. Other than that, just sit down, buckle up, and get ready to get angry at us for saying that that romance is good that you didn't like, or vice versa. <laughs> totally. Um, so, uh, Nuvo, you go ahead and tell everybody if there are uh, any trends going around the den lately. Okay, let's talk about some trends. Lately, you foxes, you gotta start making some more fire flame trends. We've been dead lately. But we got two to talk about this week. But next week, or three weeks from now, we need some trends. Please, please, please. Anyway, the first trend is comment and show and tell you why it's terrible. So basically, all you were supposed to do was comment a show. And then I would tell you why it's terrible from my own perspective. We don't know who made this trend. We suspect it was Wexter or Silvador, but we don't know. But I thought it was thought it was a nice trend. What about you, Cab or Den? If you took part in it, I uh, I took part in it. I got like nobody to comment on it, so I kind of just fell to the wayside for me because I think I joined too many days late. I'm not a big fan of the uh, mm-hmm. negative based trends because I just don't want everybody spreading around like I hate this. What do you hate? Right. Why do you hate it? Tell me why you hate it. Oh, yeah. let's hate things. Feel you. And I just don't do trends. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot for Den to do trends. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't like trends about hating. Dinah just hates trends in general. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I'm more positive based too, so I understand. I understand. And the final trend that was noteworthy was one like equal one favorite game, and I thought this shit was good. I know you liked it, Den, because you're a gamer. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, cat. I don't know if Den's a gamer or not, but I am. He games. He games. He games. Plenty. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know. He's a hidden PC gamer. Oh, for real? I am. I'm learning. I'm learning. I didn't. I never knew this. I never knew this. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew this. He, he kept this on the low. I do. Keep everything on the low. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I suspect Diana, even though he didn't partake in it, probably enjoyed reading everybody's at least. Yeah, I did. And uh, a lot of the games, I'm just like, huh, that brings back memories. <laughs> A nice night. Yeah, a lot of people like started with their absolute top favorites and then worked their uh, worked their way down through their list until they had nothing else to talk about. I just was like, nah, I'm just gonna pick random games I like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun talking about. It. I because I'm actually a huge gamer, so it's odd because I I normally don't really talk about it that much on Kitsu. So to be able to actually take time to share some games I love, people are like, oh, you play that? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, yeah, I've seen it, and I love your replies and stuff like that. But yeah, that's it for all the trends, because, you know, lately, the trends been a wasteland, man. Yeah, yeah, they've been pretty dead. But yeah, they're, they're pretty fun. Not a lot to talk about there, ladies and gentlemen, but that's okay. 
because we are here for the romance for something steamy something ah just gives you a little tingle in the heart the yes. doki dokis doki dokis yeah mm-hmm. we're here to talk about romance one of the for most people at least the most enjoyable things to partake in the anime even though not Every show with romance built into it is to everyone's taste. There's usually always a few out there for everybody. First off, guys, what do you look for in a romance? You you, you want there to be, like, hard-hitting drama? You want it just to be the fluffs? You you looking for something unique? What is it? Uh, how about you tell us first, Numa? What really, like, what do, you, what do you look for for a romance in anime? Well, for me, I look for realistic drama. A cast of, like, characters that I can fully, like, devote, engage my feels meter towards well-written dialogue between like romance players and the series that really get me into it the lines or the words spoken by the characters come off not cheesy but really believable stuff like that it can give me bonding moments gets me into that relatability and the main cast or the couple or the love triangle i gotta be fully invested into that too because if you don't have a good main cast or a good focus for your love, I'm just I'm just off. I don't care. It, this is gonna feel like forced to me. How do you uh, How do you feel about love triangles, love squares, love pentagons, love dodecahedrons? <laughs> I had no problem with them as long as everybody in that triangle or circle is. I can get their perspective. Because sometimes in triangles or love triangles, I feel in romance series, they fail sometimes because you can't understand why so if i can get their perspective on why they doing certain things towards that person they love i'm with the love triangle 100 percent. i can get there with you on that one anything else that you look for in a romance a good kissing i guess i guess <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the number one reason why my uh my girlfriend has watched many shows. She works for shows that have kisses in them. Yeah, man, you know. Doesn't always uh, end with a good result because the kisses are in there, but the show is not always great. But that that is something I always genuinely want to see, too. Uh, what about you, Dinah? What do you look for in a romance? I don't usually go into a romance looking for a specific aspect of it because every series kind of presents their theme of romance differently. Honestly, if I can name, like, a couple of things, very superficial romance traits, I would say I love blushing and I love tsundere's. I love those two traits in general in romance anime. You, you must love shows like Maid-sama and Toradora, then. I love Maid-sama and Toradora. Maid-sama was nice. my first anime ever, and it was the show that introduced me to this whole Japanese medium. <laughs> and I uh, awesome. grew to love Cinderace because, you know, <clears throat> best dairies, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Other reasons, it really depends on the series and how it presents it, like I said before. Mm-hmm. For example... Shows such as Nisekoi, you probably expect no progression, quote-unquote progression, mm-hmm. but you still enjoy just the interactions, the cute moments, you know, the copious amounts of blushings between every talk when that harem, even though you know the main character isn't gonna, not going to be with anyone. But right. sometimes the show kind of hits hard in a feels kind of show. And that can be, you know, it can be tragic, it can be really happy, such as, you know, Oremonogatari, that, sh- that show just plain happy relationships. Or it can be a show like Kuz no Hankai or White Album 2 where it kind of goes towards the darker route. And another thing that I kind of look for in certain romances is I would like to see some form of progression. Even though I said that Nisekoi doesn't have progression, at least, you know, the interactions they have, it seems like you're building towards gradual, stronger bonds and relationships. 
I guess I do enjoy uh, a kiss to kind of seal everything. <laughs> yes, man. The kiss is everything. <laughs> yeah, gotta love the cute moments and just the uh, plain, simple human emotion of <laughs> showing affection. <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of times they are the, the building blocks of uh, what shows that it is developing. Oh, for me, oh goodness, um, you guys have named a lot of them. It's it's kind of a combination of two things I, I normally want to see if I'm watching something that I know is romance-based, because if it has romance that I wasn't expecting, then I just kind of roll with it. But if it's a show that's built around that being at least one of the big main concepts, I want, want to see some kind of proper development that shows that the love was like blossoming and you know like seeing those little moments that show that the two fall in love with each other and two i want to see part of their actual relationship because a lot of anime they spend all this time on the chase for the mm -hmm. romance which while it's all felt well and fine they just they'll, they'll end it right when they like are gonna get together again fast and i'm like no i want i want to know <laughs> i want to see the dynamic of these two together right right um, but is that, that's, cause like there are a few anime that have really shown the dynamic of relationships together to an extent, stuff like Lovely Complex or Suki Gakure recently. Mm -hmm. And I really like seeing the actual couples. I know this isn't to everybody's liking, but the shows like Junjo Romantica, which is a boys love series, it's largely about the relationships of adults together and them dealing with the relationship, their relationship issues, learning how to talk and deal with each other. And I loved seeing them actually show the dynamics of a relationship evolving and growing through discussion and the ups and downs of it instead of like just all the like, oh, do they do they not like me type of thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we really need more shows like that. I know exactly what you're talking about when they actually show the levels of being in a relationship. I think we need way more shows. And I definitely feel that, at least now, compared to, like, when I, at least when I first started watching anime five years ago, I felt like there's a general trend more towards the actual relationship and actually solidifying the relationship. I feel that's a more common thing than it was back when I first started watching anime. I don't know if that's just me, but... I know you're, you're not a big, like, go-seek-out-the-source material kind of guy. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, a lot of shoujo or romance-based series were built to be short <laughs> seasons to tease to go buy the manga so they didn't want to show you everything mm -hmm. on purpose i guess what i meant was there's more anime now that's adapting i guess adapting the relationship yeah which i agree with it's nice to see that uh they're doing a little bit less of that advertising and actually letting the anime stand on its own more which is great to see mm -hmm. so next up guys i really want to know from each of you at least one anime that for you is a prime example of like they did romance correctly for you so I did Nubo first this time, so this time I'll switch to Dino and let him go first. Mm, so many good romances, but I gotta go with the one that got me into anime, which is Kaicho Amaitsama. And I'm a simple man. I like, I see blushings, I see tsundere's, I'm satisfied. I know lots of people say that tsundere's can be annoying, and I can see that, but Misaki from Maitsama, she was like the perfect tsundere. Yes. You can tell she really liked the main guy, and you can tell that the relationship gets stronger with every episode, and her tsundere kind of tough front breaks down gradually, and you get to see more of her sweet, cute side. So yeah, it was just full of happy moments and cute thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually recently watched it myself for the first time with my girlfriend. It was a rewatch for her for like the 50th time. And getting to know Misaki and Usui was very interesting because uh, Misaki is definitely like the relationship part of her life isn't really a big part until 
at least until a chunk of the series is finished in the anime, they really, like, solidify her as, like, a very strong individual character Mm -hmm. uh, who balances a very busy school life, a very busy work life, and she's not well-to-do, and that's not something that really affects her as a person. It's actually helped define her character. So it's nice to have a lot of time built developing her character before the relationship. So when they start teasing the relationship part of the series with the romance, you can get a gist of why she reacts the way she does. And it's really fun to watch her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The characters in Maid-sama are very well done. <laughs> very funny, too. Uh, absolutely. Anything else you want to say on Maid-sama? Um, I think that's about it. I love it. Okay. Nuvo, what is your go-to fantastic romance anime? Oh my god, I have so many. I have so many. It's hard to choose one. Damn it. So many. Um, let's go with let's go with <laughs> because I, it's so many. I I know you earlier when I asked you about it, you listed like at least a half dozen shows. Yes. You know, I got like six of them that I want to talk about, so I'm just like, ah. But let's pick Snow White with the red hair. I think that should get the spotlight on this one. What I like about it one, it has an amazing female lead that makes you fall in love at first sight. Head over heels in, in the fields meter. I also, like, totally adore how unchildlike the romance is, like, displayed. And I thought it was very unique the way they did that. Because some romance now, which I don't have a problem with it, but if you, like, at a certain age, most of the romance is geared toward the teens. So it's hard for me to relate to some of the romance that's portrayed in some of these series. And with Snow White and the red hair, to me, it was displayed in a more mature way. And I could really buy into what was happening. It's kind of why I like, like Yona the Dawn in some aspects. It was like betrayed in a mature way. So Snow White and the red hair. You know, I'm on Team Red. I love I love them redheads, man. I love them too, redheads. <laughs> um, shout out to Stoltovism. <laughs> yeah, make, making, them, making them proud. Yes, man. How about you, Ducks? For me, you know, I'm torn between, I don't know if I want to talk about an anime that does show stuff after they start dating or if I want to talk about one that I really enjoy watching the build up to the eventual relationship. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll just go with the one that I was going to go with first anyway. So I'm going to talk about Clanad. Nice. So you have Nagisa and Tomoya are the two. And Tomoya is a character who, and it's not even an exaggeration like you see in some shows, he's truly just kind of a standout kid in his school for just, like, not caring. He's kind of a delinquent, and he just doesn't care about school. And Nagisa is a shy girl who's trying to do her best, but kind of goes unnoticed by most. Mm-hmm. And whenever they cross paths, they get closer and closer, and throughout the whole first season of Clannan, for the most part, they really just kind of support each other as friends and get closer and closer through that until the last arc, where he specifically is helping her with what she wants. And it caps off with him eventually telling her that he has feelings for her, and they start dating. Then we get After Story, which is the second season, and it shows the apex of the relationship of when they start dating, and everything from them getting married and having children, and just seeing the whole evolution of the relationship from two high school kids on very different paths, who really made each other's lives better than ever when they finally connected and found out how to fill the holes in each other's lives to adults who now while they have their own problems they have a great support system with each other and are happier than ever and it's all because of the time and effort put into the relationship and a lot of it we as viewers actually get to experience and i absolutely love just seeing how to would be the classic opposites attract they aren't as different as they seem on the surface level and they're really 
kind of meant for each other in a lot of ways. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Climate was great. So good. Even though a whole lot of people don't like after the story for weird reasons. Yeah, well, because Key has a tendency to have some more supernatural elements, and After Story has a small snippet of that, and the second half of it is very dramatic, would be a good word for it. There's a lot of uh, hard-hitting emotional scenes in it, but it does pay off, in my opinion, for a very, very satisfying, happy ending. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it pays off, too. I mean, it hits you right in the feels when it's supposed to. Okay, well, now that we've talked about anime that is romantically fantastical, <laughs> how about we talk about anime that just frustrates us that they really thought that that would be a romance that we would enjoy? Oh, jeez. Let's see. Who wants to go first? Dino or Numa? Which one? I think you should start since we started before. So <laughs> let's how about you go first. That's fair. Uh, this is one I actually dropped halfway through because I just it was so frustrating to watch. Maybe Nubo watched it, although it was a seasonal, so you might have watched it too, Dana. It's called Wolf Girl and the Black Prince. Oh, jeez. Oh, that brings back memories right there. Huh. What year was this? 2014, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, huh. about right. It is about a girl who goes to school, and she wants so badly to be popular that she hangs out with girls she doesn't even like. Mm-hmm. She lies about who she is and what she's into. And then she gets into some situation with this guy who is seen as the nice pretty boy of the school, but he's actually a very, like, verbally and mentally abusive guy who makes her basically, like, his slave for most of the series. And he treats her awful, and she just lies to everybody, even her good friends who are actually good and supportive, she lies to all the time. And she's just constantly lying to herself about it's just two people who are really just kind of crappy people and the scene the dynamic in their relationship is just it's not fun or enjoyable like you'd see from two different people it's like there's not like that redeeming quality You're like oh they're gonna get like better with the way they act You're like god they're just really just i don't like either of these people why would why do i want to watch these two people and he's so abusive to her most of the time it makes her feel awful and she's like starts to fall in love with him i'm like that's something i want to see as soon as you mentioned it i immediately i was like i, I knew exactly what sir you was talking about and to me like you said the reason why i think this series like failed and bombed very very bad and it's like a bad romance all the foxes out here don't watch this shit anyway i think because like the two mains they wasn't likable at all they didn't have any redeeming qualities whatsoever. You didn't care about them. Nothing. I actually liked it, the concept. It's just I felt like it wasn't executed very well. You know what I'm saying? I think it, I think it had a nice concept, but it just wasn't executed well at all. Yeah, like you have this concept where like, okay, there's this girl lies to herself and her classmates, and then this guy who is mysterious and has kind of a hard past, and he kind of reflects it on the people. Right. And you could make him go, oh, she lies to herself, but maybe she'll come to understand how good honesty will be for her. Right. Maybe he'll understand that that is a good life for him too, but doesn't happen. It doesn't. It's like it could have flipped the book and turned something bad into a, like a silver lining just a little bit. No, they didn't do that. Not with this series. You too. Uh, anything you can think of that's just like an anime where like you were watching it and you're like, why would I even ship this? It's just, it's abysmal with the way it's trying to show me the romance. Mm, I'm going to pass the baton to Den why I think. <laughs> uh, it's tough because I generally don't hate a romance show just for its romance. I usually don't like it for other reasons. This is just my personal taste, but I don't like talky shows. And an example of this would be Monogatari series or EF Tale of series. You didn't like that? 
I'm just not a fan of the whole that whole shaft style, but that's just personal taste, not a reflection of the the shoulder quality. Uh huh. <laughs> but I guess if I I don't know, hmm, I haven't had one in which I hated it. But there was one show recently in which I watched, and I was like, I don't know about the dynamics of these two. And that was a recent show called Renai Boken. Uh-huh. I think called Love Tyrant or something like that. I wasn't a big fan of it. The comedy didn't get to me, and I don't know, but the main angel girl, she was adorable, but her attitude didn't lend to the romantic side. And I don't know. I guess it's just the show's comedy that didn't get to me, and that's why I didn't see the romance as appealing as well. That's weird. I don't know. I, I just looked at the show like a, a niche harem, so I didn't look at it that deep. So maybe that's probably why I didn't have no problem with it. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad show. It just didn't hit my personal tastes. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel just kind of felt, just kind of felt flat for you overall. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that happens. That happens to all of us. There's so much anime out there. Just some things aren't gonna hit for you specifically. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna say snafu at first. I thought he was. I was like, <laughs> Dan, you better not mention that series, dude. D- just don't mention. Uh, speaking of other snafus. <laughs> oh man. When when in doubt, just tear apart shows that Nouveau likes. It's the best way to podcast. <laughs> I was like, do we, do he want the rage meter right now? <laughs> That's my job normally. I know, right? <laughs> How about you, Nouveau? Um, me, I'm kind of like you. Where now I've seen some bad romances, but I I, I can't really name. Normally, when I drop a series, I just banish it from the frame of my mind unless somebody speak upon it. I don't. I can't really think of nothing right now to really talk about, far as like series space. But like you know, I can pretty much what I consider to be a bad romance. Like basically, to me, a series for a bad romance to be bad for me when it don't have like you know a connective web for its love or the dramatics come off over the top and doesn't make sense and it doesn't have like a strong cast that I can vibe with as a viewer. Because if you don't have a cast for a romance, then I won't care about the dramatic. I'm just like, ah. So, cast, gotta have a love web that connect everything ever so shiny. That's all you need for me to watch a romance. But if you don't have one out of the three, it's a bad egg. Any, any specific eggs you can think of? You know I'm, you know I'm scatterbrained. <laughs> it's snafu, right, Nuvo? It's snafu. Yeah, I think it's no, snafu. No, it's not snafu. <laughs> <laughs> you know snafu is nothing but flames, man. Snafu is up there with, like, White Album 2 for me. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 how much love I got. Season one was solid. I'm especially talking about season two. Season two, man, dude, it took me places. The feels meter was there every week. I haven't watched a series like that. In, wow. But you know, I can understand people don't like Snaffle. You know, it's just it's a required taste. I think you mentioned that just because for me. <laughs> <laughs> just a little jab. I appreciate it, Nuvo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a little jab. It's my absolute favorite. Uh, it's a little bit of pre-talk before we start doing this, and then they, they always find a way to sneak. Right, it. We're not going to mention Snafu in this pot. God damn! It. <laughs> oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> it's time to move a little bit more forward. So, how do you guys feel about the idea of romance depicted in harems or harems, if you prefer? Um, I don't have any problem like with harem. I pretty much grew up with them. It's almost like. Should be like regarded as like the medium wet dream almost. <laughs> we have like, some, <laughs> I mean, basically. Not, um, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. You know, we got we got like some great harem series out there, like Nisei Koi, which didn't mention the world. God only knows. Is this a zombie? You know, I don't have many friends. High school DXD. 
Um, <laughs> you know, Yamakon and uh, Seven Wishes, How to Raise Like a Boring Girlfriend. We have some good quality harems out there. So I have no problem with harems. The only time I have a problem with harems is when they have a main character and they're very undecisive of the direction they want to go as far as they want to lean towards this girl or that girl. You know what I'm saying? When it's like that, I don't really like that. And they, they fan serve me to death and they never really give me a hard, you know, conclusion. You know what I'm saying? I don't like harems like that. A harem, I need like, you're going to play the fiddle. You gonna rock out with all the chicks, or you gonna give me like the number one best girl? Just pick, just pick. I gotta be one or the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't mind harems in general because they're kind of trying to serve a specific purpose most of the time. Right. I definitely don't seek them out particularly for the idea of romance. I usually because harems also tend to be comedies, so I usually watch them for entertainment value of that, mm-hmm. and also something Dinah mentioned earlier: interactions between the characters, because that's usually one of the most enjoyable parts of them. Exactly typically i'm never satisfied with like the couple itself because i don't get a lot of gratification out of that build up but that doesn't matter because that's not what i'm really there for so whatever but mm-hmm. uh, i usually treat them a little bit separate than romances because they don't usually build on the idea of love that much itself other than teasing a lot while i love a nice tease sometimes uh, <laughs> i've have had enough what about you, Dana? How do you feel about uh, harems in romance? Mm, I actually really like harems, but I'll first mention why certain harems don't work. Some harems don't work for me is if, first of all, is if there's too much fan service. Nubo mentioned this. If there's too much fan service and nothing else, that's when a harem goes sour for me. Yeah. The second big reason is when the main character is too dull and doesn't realize even the most obvious of signs shown towards mm-hmm. him. That's when I also, I'm just like, come on. Even in real life, this is pretty obvious. Right. Which is why I like shows such as Guilty Pleasures, such as um, Trendy 7. Nice. The main character is very smart and clearly knows that all the girls like him, mm-hmm. and he takes advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Not to a rude extent, but he knows. He knows. Right. But another aspect why I like harems is that harems are kind of like the mother load of romances. It's like the ultimate wish fulfillment for any, you know, main protagonist, mm-hmm. if that be, you know, a shoujo or a shoujo ai. Because, you know, you have this one character surrounded by a bunch of, you know, potential husbandos or waifus. Right. And, you know, who wouldn't want to be in that situation? Right. So, which is why I love shows such as Nisekoi or harems like the world godly knows because there's so many different best yes. skills to choose from. Yes. <laughs> yes. That must be the atypical one. I'm always just like, I, I like, I only want one. I only want one. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like, oh, more than Marriott Cup. Bring them all. <laughs> <laughs> I can take them all. <laughs> It's like Christmas, but with boobs. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. But obviously, I do like it when the main character picks one as well. Mm-hmm. That's just more progression. I also like that as well, but I like Harems a lot. I, I don't mind them. I mean, they definitely have their pros and cons for the way they approach the genre, just like any other type of romance does. Because they, I definitely agree. They uh, provide wish fulfillment out the ass, literally, sometimes. Yes. Wet dream, man. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and yeah, uh, standard harems or reverse harems are widely popular for a reason is if they're able to make a compelling cast that you can care about, mm-hmm. not just uh, lots of abs or titties. Because <laughs> like, while bodies are nice in their own regard, if it has no substance with it, it loses. It's like going to a strip club, it loses its appeal after you realize your wallet's empty. Damn, I understand mm-hmm. that. So like, they're interesting, the way they start the dynamic, because they're like their own unique brand of the way they decide to deal with the idea 
So, guys, what do you really want to see more of, though, in romance? What is romance lacking for you? What is it really missing? Like, what, what don't we see enough in the world of romance anime? Because I know for me, the only thing I'm missing is, I mentioned it earlier, too much of the chase, not enough of the after the chase. Mm-hmm. I want to see both. I want to see the building to the relationship, and I want to see their relationship together and mm-hmm. how its dynamic changes and evolves as they learn how to be a couple together. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. It's definitely nice to see when a relationship has flourished and you see their interactions and happy moments and sad moments if you want, but I would like to also see more of the post say I love you and kiss scenes and all that after. Right. Yeah, that's why like I, I know Haitaka wanted us to mention Makoto Shinkai, but he makes me angry because he just he he never he always ends most of his things with like a uh, will they ever who knows? turns around yeah except for your name your name he at least was okay well and garden of words he at least teased that things were gonna be okay but the rest, all of the rest of them are just like nope there was a moment at the end of your name in which he could have ended it right there it would have been pretty bad it would have been just like five centimeters per second where it's like don't, nope. don't do it we've been having a happy podcast don't don't miss it five right that, now. Don't, don't, i mean don't even if you even if you think right that's now. good dramatic good dramatic storytelling that is sad is it not Five centimeters was nothing but flames. It was love. It resonated with me. I thought it was realistic the way he ended it. So you asked the wrong person. I thought it was realistic. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I'll take. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I'll take it over the place. Promise in our early days, any day, because I thought that was just man. You you ain't like that. No, I thought it was awful. What? On the left corner, we have Nuvo. On the right <laughs> corner, we have Dubs. All right, fight, go. One of the days we're gonna have to have just a Makoto Shin guy That's... thing because he's. I I really just you think thought that was a, whole, he, most I of th- his. I thought it was beautiful. I thought most of his movies are only okay at best. Uh, what? Yeah, the only things he's made so far that I've genuinely liked a lot are Garden of Words in Your Name. Everything else he's made, I've just been like, eh, it's okay, or I, I don't like it. Right, right, right. I mean, most of the films is pretty much if it's resonate with you, it resonates. So I understand you on that that point. So. I'm just I'm more of a fan of uh, Hasoda's films in the mm-hmm. out of those two. Mm-hmm. But, I, but we'll talk about movies some other time. But uh, in terms of uh, like romance uh, and anime, I just like I want more things like we see like with Ori Monogatari and uh, Suki Gakirei, where like you really get to see how they learn to be a couple together. Right. I mean, yes. and and then like the romance genre to me, I think it really needs to. I love the chase and I love like you know the relationship go and all that stuff. But I think the romance genre really needs to break it down some more and not be so niche you know what i'm saying like really break down what it means to be in a relationship with the struggles you don't have to do it in every series but i would like to see more series do that you know what i'm saying yeah i just think the genre relies too heavily on using the same ideas a lot of the time and just knowing that knowing it works and hoping it'll sell it's like a formula we understand it we understand it you you want to make money you, you don't want to strive towards, you know, what's not about to sell. We get that. But some studios out there, come on, man. You got the money. You can you can take an L for being realistic. I'm just saying. <laughs> because you mentioned Ore Monogatari and Sugi Gakure, which are both incredibly cute and happy kind of post, not post, but, you know, post moment, kissing moment kind of shows, which displays their interaction. Yes. I want to kind of quickly bring up a show from this season that might be overlooked, and I mentioned this to Nuvo recently, yeah. and that is uh, Tsure Zure Children. It's a 12-minute show, but it's one of the cutest shows you'll ever see. It's basically the interactions between multiple couples, 
and you get to see different dynamics and see their interactions and it, it's super cute and <laughs> if you like Oregmanagatari or Suzuki Gakire you definitely should check that show out yeah I mean you definitely have me incredibly curious now because uh, I didn't say it earlier but I am a diehard romantic at heart so you're you're speaking to me there Dinah we know sweet you got the roses in your mouth 24-7 man I, I mean I go by Doki as a nickname <laughs> so nice 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 <laughs> Doki Doki Nice, nice. So, guys, is it the journey of the romance or the final destination that matters? Hmm. Sometimes it's the final destination for me. The journey is depending on how the memories and everything is tied up. But then it still leads into the final destination. So, I'm, I'm going to say the final destination. What about you, Dan? Okay. Um. While I agree that the final destination is extremely important and it kind of wraps things up very nicely, I this is the whole concept that the ending is, you know, paramount. And I'm actually not for that. I actually prefer the journey over the destination. Just the plain fact that throughout the show, I am enjoying the majority of the show, the vast chunk of the show, which is the journey. And if at the end, it ends badly, I'm not going to go back and say, oh, that wasn't worth it. Because I don't really look back on a show like that. If it ends bad, it ends bad. But if I enjoyed the entire journey and the romance and interactions between that, I think overall the show is enjoyable to me. Hmm, that's interesting. You better than me. I can't do that. It's just, that's the main reason why I couldn't like Golden Time. I love the journey. Then I got that final episode. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love Golden Time until we got to the final episode. I was like, oh no, I, uh, no, I, I can't buy into this. Uh, no, not Ghost. I, I, nope, I can't do this. <laughs> How about you, Ducks? I'm going to push out and say both because. It's really, for me, it's the combination of both that really makes the romance the most satisfying. Mm -hmm. While the final destination is important, if the journey attached to it isn't good, why would I care? Mm -hmm. But also, if I have all this buildup of this long journey, if I don't get a satisfying conclusion, I'm going to be majorly angry. Mm -hmm. If I get the combination of both, basically like what you both love, if I get both of those, then I'm a happy man. Mm -hmm. If not, then I'm going to be like... why? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Nothing is, you know, black and white. No. Yeah, I'm a, I'm like a cat I see in gray. <gasps> right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's like rare times, like, from me to you. It wasn't perfect. We wanted them to, um, spoiler alert, we wanted them to, like, you know, kiss, but... It was like a happy, like, ah, fuck, why didn't it show me that? You know what I'm saying? I like endings like that. You know what I'm saying? Extra spoiler alert if you 20 chapters later in the manga, it happens. Uh, it, it does? Yeah. Oh, yes. The manga is yes. so good right now. Yes. And that's Kimi Nitsudoke for everybody else who doesn't know the Japanese yes. title. Yes, that's, oh. that's so dope. I didn't know that happened. Yes, I'm so happy right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they they have a lot of progression. Uh, I really hope Production IG decides to make more of that. One day. Yep, that's all important. Uh, before we finish up talking about romance, uh, were there any other series or ideas for romance related that you guys wanted to talk about? Not that I can think of. Any series you want to give a, a shout out for just being a hella good time? Oh, you already know. Snafu Season 2. I got White Album 2 on deck. Um, What we got? I thought he said he hated Snafu. Do I know what happened? <laughs> Ah oh, man, I love. Oh, come on, I love Snafu. You know, Den just be he cray cray, so he don't like Snafu. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's just all it be. Um, you know, Sna- Snafu season two. Uh, for me to you, we we mentioned five centimeters per second. Fuck with Captain saying five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> five, 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 We're just shitting. <laughs> We're just shitting all over Nubos. Snafu suck. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hit me in the fields right now. I'm getting personal. Um, 
faster than Mutants for a second. Waiting in the summer, low key, low key. It was real good series. Oh yeah, and not too. Yeah, and not too. Not too. It was real, very good. Real good. Yona the Dawn. Ah oh, dang. Yes. That was my recommendation. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, was. And it was just. Oh my god. Taking them all. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm just I'm trying to get out. I, I think that's all of them that I can think of right now. Might as well just go through my library and list off every romance show on my library. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I mean, because the one I definitely wanted to shout out because it's one I had a lot of a good times with recently was Kimi Mm-hmm. There are a lot of good romances out there. Uh, we've mentioned most of the ones mm-hmm. I really like. Oh, Nana. Low-key, Nana is good. Nana is good. Yes, yes. And uh, I'll give a shout-out to The World God Only Knows. Yes! Season 3. Oh, my God. It was so good. So, so, so good. So good. School days, guys. School days. Ooh! No. Would you throw school days out there? No. I, I, I don't know. Are you guys on the boat? That, hmm? I, ooh! <laughs> I like what Den like did right there. I like what Den did right there. Yes. Ooh! <laughs> Is you guys on the boat? Are you? Would you take that boat ride? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep pure arbitration for that and say, no. <laughs> I guess the one I'll call out is one of my favorite anime, uh, Cross Game. Cross Game. Uh-huh. Cross Game has one of the most subtle romances I've ever seen in anime, mm-hmm. and I really think it's something that is kind of overlooked for the series because it's uh, just really a fantastic slice of life drama more than anything. Mm-hmm. But it definitely has really subtle elements of the way it depicts uh its romantic implications as well cross game is you turn me on in cross game i'm glad you did because cross game is fantastic okay well if that is everything uh unless dinah actually has another one he wants to name uh then we will move on to the news i think that's it for me recently however you want to say it, you want to call it otakon or otakon as i like to say it because mm-hmm. i'm a metal gear fan otakon <laughs> snake <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, so some really cool stuff uh, first up since we've already discussed it before all you skeptics or excited folks alike get ready uh, the debut uh, on the Netflix Death Note film will be out so go watch it and tell us if you love it hate it or you just keep scratching your head why they keep Americanizing Japanese <laughs> media yeah and the actual date is August 25th because I'm pretty sure this episode will be out after the airing of that show mm-hmm. yeah so um we'll just comment on all the people's reactions for it <laughs> other noteworthy news uh, at Atacon is what i wanted to mention we had some really cool announcements nozomi and right stuff their panel had some really cool stuff where they are going to release these huge blu-ray collector's editions of yeah there's three anime uh g gundam is one of them Mm. Mobile Fighter G Gundam, Revolutionary Go Utena, which I hate advertising, but it's even the, some of the worst anime out there has to be advertised. And one that most people are really excited about because they did it through a Kickstarter to help fund it, uh, Aria the Animation. Mm-hmm. Mm. And a up-and-coming localized uh, American company that really just is coming out of nowhere and is picking up a bunch of stuff, their name is Discotech. First time I heard of this company was recently when they decided that they wanted to try to localize the Wizard of Oz World Masterpiece Theater anime from, gosh, 25, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now they have announced they are going to be dubbing and releasing DVDs and Blu-ray copies of the following. So give me a second as I name them all. First, Robot Carnival. Then, the family-friendly and adorable Banania. <laughs> and then after that, and it's also, if you're a YouTube fan of Team Four Star, they're going to be helped dubbing it. Uh, their name is, of the anime is called Hells. Ooh. 
I'm looking forward to it. And then this next one will incredibly excite you, Nuvo. They're going to be making a Blu-ray DVD release of Tomorrow Joe. No way! Oh my god! Woo! Yes! The best fucking news <laughs> of the day. TG, baby! Woo! I'm ready. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Tomorrow no, Joe fan. No, no, no. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to feel the hype, and now my ears are bleeding. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, TJ, baby. Oh, my God. And <laughs> we have a few other classics they're also bringing over. Uh, Cyborg 009 is one of them. And Lupin the Third, The Legend of the Gold Babylon. Cool. Nia 7 as well. Mm-hmm. And that is all of them. Unless I missed one. But they are localizing and bringing over a lot of things that have not gotten releases before, really. So I really hope they continue and do well. Because mm-hmm. there may be a bunch of shows from the past 30 years that we could finally get legalized copies of. And I don't know. To me, that's exciting because I would prefer to actually be able to own some of these classic things yes. physically and so, uh, support the industry. Tomorrow Joe needs to be owned by everybody. Yes, I want to buy it. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so happy. <laughs> that was definitely the big news. Other than that, um, since uh, between last episode and this episode, there was also Anime Expo. There wasn't a lot announced, although they did have uh, some new trailers for Seasons 2 and 3 of Fully Cooly. Ah, uh, yeah. Which I am skeptical about because I don't think you can really recreate the originality of what they did way back in 2000. And, what was it? One. I'm, I'm on the fence too. You know, I'm a Huge Fully Cooly fan. I'm on the fence. I I, I hate Fully Cooly because it's weird and confusing. Oh my god. Okay, Cap. You can talk about something else now. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on now. Fully Cooly is a show where you either love it or you hate it. I know, it's, but it's so I, wasn't re- I, I wasn't ready, man. I, I was, I'm going on TJ hype and then you just, you know. Uh, that's, that's fine, man. I mean, I just, I, I do hope it does well. I just don't know how I feel about the new Fully Cooly, so we shall see. I know. Uh, I guess the only thing I can note is the Blu-ray sales for your name have done really well. Nice. So that's that's great. I know Dinah's happy because he wants everybody to have a copy right now. <laughs> Including myself. There you go. <laughs> hey, Dinah, I promise if you enter the November challenge that I do every year and you win, that's what you'll get. Hey, keep it down low. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, go ahead, man. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, Nuvo, <laughs> what's, uh, what's a romance anime uh, that you could uh, recommend to the viewers? Or anything you want to you recommend this week? Hmm, let's go with the latter. So, this week, I would recommend a series called Gamers. I think it's real nice what the series is trying to do. It's trying to shine light on the perspective of being a gamer. Of things like you deal with being a gamer, of not being a hardcore gamer, of why you play games. And the comedy is really nice. I love the unpredictable part about the series. It's a gem. It's a gem for this current season. So all the foxes flock to it. The hype is real. And you hear that, right? It is gamers. Like G A Y M E R S. No, it's it's gamers like video games. Yes. Uh, we will leave a link in the below. Use your recommendation of the week. It's Romance Week, so why wouldn't I? I'm going to call out my girlfriend, Futatsu. She's shy, and she probably won't get back to you right away, and she might be like, why did you send people to me? But she's super <laughs> sweet. She's always looking for new people to talk to. Uh, if you don't know who she is, and you think she looks nice to talk to, give her a hello and tell her we said hi. But yeah, that was pretty much everything. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening today about uh, Romance. Uh, somewhere below on our 
wherever we post this, whether it's on Kitsu, YouTube, iTunes, or any other form of social media you see it on that you see fit to give us fair criticism or ideas. Tell us what romance you love, and also tell us which romance you hate. Uh, we want to know so we can avoid the bad stuff or watch it with just for the heck of it. <laughs> Snafu. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Thank you so much for uh, listening and for bearing with us for being silly people and realizing that Nuvo hates Snafu as much as he does. I love Snafu. Don't listen to him. <laughs> we really wish you the best day possible. Maybe we'll discover something we didn't even know existed too. That's what I would really hope. But otherwise... I definitely wish all of you a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are while listening to this. I'm Dokes. Nouveau Nokai here. Cheers. I'm Dinah. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you all next time.